Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. We're going to have Mindy Patterson with us, and we're going to have a good show. And I hope that we can (laughs) encourage you and uh, call you to action. But first, let's go to the Lord. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you once again, as we do each morning here on this radio show. Very few do that, Father, especially in the secular world. Not bragging, just saying that you have called me to do this and I am being obedient. I pray for each one who is listening, Abba Father, that you will put your hand on them, heal them, comfort them, encourage them. Let them know your presence. Your omnipresence is there. And Father, we pray for this nation. It has fallen away from you. And we know that is the the biggest problem that we have. The others are just symptoms of living in a darkness instead of the light. Thank you, Father, for your love and your grace and your mercy. And I pray that we will be a repentant people. Although not worthy, we will accept your forgiveness. Father, for such a time as this, I believe you have placed me right here. I don't know why, but I feel that you have placed me here. And I pray that you will bless every effort that I make. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Today, I can't go on with the show until I do this. (laughs) Today is the birthday of the Marine Corps. My brother served in Vietnam as a Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. And today is their 246th birthday. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. But November 10th marks the Marine Corps official birthday as it was first established on this day in 1775 by the Second Continental Congress. Regarding the organization's birthday, it was first known as Marine Corps Day and was initially celebrated July 11th from 1799 until 1921. Happy birthday, Marines. Hoorah! Rigged by redistricting. Now, we're going to talk about lots of things today, but this is on my mind because I saw it. And I heard it a couple of days ago. We've talked about what a great and wonderful last Tuesday's election was for the Republicans. And I pray that we will not be disappointed. 
Every day I receive three, four hundred emails, and the majority of them are GOP, and some, I'm not sure why, they're coming to me, from the DNC, asking for money for this politician or for that. Who is running for re-election or trying to take out a current career politician? Somebody needs money. Every one of them. And it's nonstop on my phone. I got caught up in that a few years ago. And the GOP is texting me numerous times a day for money. But I've asked myself before, and I'm asking again today, does it take millions to win an election? Edward Durr in New Jersey spent $153 of his own money. By the end, they had spent about $5,000 to win an election in New Jersey. Can someone explain to me why it takes millions of dollars? He pretty much did this on his own. I'm going to make some of my political friends a little mad at me. In fact, I'm going to have one on tomorrow. But I will no longer give to the GOP, certainly not on the federal level. Not as long as they continue to work against we the people. They did not support President Donald Trump unless it suited them. I believe we have not just a two-party, we don't just have a two-party monopoly, but a two-party cartel, always picking and choosing for us, for you, for me, who our choice should be for one office or another, wherever you may reside. And we the people, of course, the reside is the key here now because they're redistricting things. We the people have just had about enough of it. But do we realize the swamp isn't only in the bureaucracy in D.C., but it is infiltrated across this nation, you know, in your school boards? Do you realize that now? And it is put in place by not you, not me, but the DNC and the GOP. Think about it. We play by their rules, and we lose more liberties each day. Licenses, permits, fines, regulations, mandates, inspections. It doesn't matter what occupation you're in. You have to abide by those rules of some kind. We can accept, we can reason, some of them, to some degree, safety, making sure that things are taken care of. But it goes beyond that. Take the new fight to us by OSHA to mandate the workplace safety by enforcing jabs on the job. You can catch a virus anywhere. It's not a workplace hazard. Let's not go too deep there today, but I want you to think about it. The rules of the current administration and the left are going, are growing, and we the people, well, Let's put it this way. Biden just thinks he's losing patience with us. He's about to see what losing patience is. We saw it last Tuesday. Tuesday was not just a victory. It was a clarion call for all of us. Follow me. It cannot end there. We don't have time to just celebrate. Parenting isn't for cowards, Dr. Dobson said wisely, and he wrote... And the same is true for patriots. You cannot stay silent 
or you will enslave your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, and beyond. To win an election doesn't take money. It takes determination and vigilance. It doesn't take millions. I guess you have to throw a few dollars at it. The marvel of all history is the patience with which men and women submit to burdens unnecessarily laid upon them by their government, George Washington. Americans, we are a generous and a patient people, but we have our limit, and I believe we are there. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we have Mindy Patterson of the of the I started to say of the Patterson Group of the Cavalry Group with us. Mindy, I want to tell everyone. Mindy sent me flowers last week, and it just meant so much to me. Thank you, and thank you for all that you do. Well, I, I, you and I have known each other for over a decade now, <laughs> yes. and you're just in the trenches. It just uh, November is. One of my favorite months, and it's a month of gratitude, and I just wanted you to know how much we appreciate all that you do for liberty every day. Well, they were beautiful, and they came from an organization, um, a a business that I had never heard of before, and it's called Farm Girl Flowers. So everybody look that up, and you uh, order from them. (laughs) (laughs) They were unusual. They were beautiful. They just have an extra twist on how they do bouquets, which I thought was kind of fun. Well, I've taken up the first part of the show (laughs) with my writing and raving. We will. uh, It is. And um, you mentioned last night in a text about being rigged. And, uh, oh, by the way, I saw where you just celebrated your 37th anniversary, writing anniversary. (laughs) Congratulations to you and Mark. Thank you. We're heading into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. My co-host today is Mindy Patterson, and we'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. 
Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power of the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power of the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Subpar immune systems throughout the world is probably the reason COVID-19 secured such a foothold on the population. Strong immune systems help prevent sickness. If you have a weak immune system, you might consider using Immuno 150. It was formulated to strengthen immune systems. Immuno 150 contains 70 plant-derived minerals and 80 other nutrients. Go to your computer and visit Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. If you don't have a computer, call 888-316-2224 for mailed information. Prepare to be surprised because Immuno 150 is effective and produces results. I urge you to try Immuno 150 if you want to improve your immune system. For more information, visit the website Immuno150.com or call 888 316 2224. 888 316 2224. 888 316 2224. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson. Mindy, you know, when we texted a little bit last night, I'll tell you where I was last night. And I joined a community, I'm not sure how to, how to explain this, uh, community group. They do this like every other year or so, and I was invited to join it. And my husband and I and Rudy have been going to learn what the state patrol does. And uh, so that's where I was. I had my phone turned off because it went down to 1% just sitting there because it's uh, got a dead battery in it. So when you were texting me, that's where I was. And uh, you mentioned talking about how rigged everything is in your uh, uh, text to me. And I, I've i been watching, and I hadn't seen a whole lot about it. We've been watching for several years how they're trying to redistrict everything. And they're really trying to go around the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. But apparently they're trying to redistrict in such a way in Ohio and the GOP's going along with it to get out Jim Jordan. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, they they want to eliminate the people that are true conservatives and exactly. sticking their neck out for the Constitution and actually uh, doing their job to care about their constituents. That's what's really under fire here. I've... I've had a heaping helping of uh, lawmakers that set traps and uh, pretend like they're with you when they're not, and it's for their own political and financial gain. 
I'm just I'm blown away. You know, I I have fallen into this um, trap too many times in in the Missouri legislature. You think you've yeah. got Republicans Everywhere. that are with you and they're going to stand up for what's right and true and and you know mainly that we would hope these lawmakers would at least uphold their oath of office to you know against enemies foreign and domestic and stand for the constitution to protect our sovereignty and our financial uh sovereignty in other words not put us into tremendous debt for our future generations you know you and I will not be the ones responsible for that in generations to come our grandkids will though it's terrible i I feel so deceived by these lawmakers that you know i'm worried about complacency and i see it and i'm worried about things being rigged you know i was worried about this uh last week during the election and i'm so grateful for the outcome in virginia but um i'd be lying to you if i felt like it didn't feel like a trap somehow <laughs> well you know i had i had my um my other sponsor um uh melody cedarstrom on and she was talking about the carlisle group and um apparently some of them are are connected with the carlisle group and that's not necessarily a good thing for us either mm-hmm. so we, time will tell whether they're going to be true or not true the Democrats don't do anything without cheating, lying, stealing. They can't because one thing I've learned is that, you know, when legislation, speaking legislatively, okay, because we tell our, our members all the time, look, if you don't like the laws, you have to change the law, but if we're stuck with the with what the law is, you have to abide by the law. Yeah, well, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but here's the thing. We need to make sure that everybody gets in the saddle to oppose these things before they become law, and that is to get engaged in the legislative process. That is the drum I have been beating for years, and people don't seem to really have the desire to take part in the process. I hear people say, well, I'm really not very political. Well, everything's political. It is. You you better get political. (laughs) (laughs) And... So, you know, don't complain to me when something, you know, passes in the legislature or in the city council or county commissioners or the city, you know, planning and zoning. Don't complain to me about these new ordinances or laws that get through because then it'll be written into statute. And uh, we had a situation yesterday, which was the poster child for this. We had a member in Florida who was dealing with an uh, a very <sighs> – shady situation in her area where they did have a warrant to come and seize her dogs, but it was, uh, the warrant was obtained in a very sketchy manner on an anonymous tip. You know, uh, there were, the facts were not all there, et cetera, et cetera. But in going in and reading the statute that they were basing uh, these accusations on, wow, the laws are so vague. I mean, you know, do you do you allow someone to come and take your animals based on something that reads inadequate care or uh insufficient, 
you know, exercise. They basically seized her dogs because of insufficient exercise. How do you how do you enforce that? How do you gauge that? How, Who was, say, how do they know? I mean, were they, they there know? 24-7? How do they know she didn't get them out and walk them around how, or how let them run know? in the yard? Exactly. <laughs> this ordinance, and she only has 15 dogs. Long story short, it was a situation that was remedied when, you know, thankfully that, you know, we were there to be able to um, step in and ask those questions and, and you know, stop the process as it was happening. But the point is we need to pay attention more to all this legislation that's getting passed at the local, state, and federal levels and stop it be- before it becomes a statute, a vague statute, then, then we're all under that purview. And there's too much, you know, if something is a 35-page bill, let alone 2,400 pages that just went through with the infrastructure bill, I think we should pass a a new law that says a bill should only be one page long. (laughs) In my opinion, if you can't get it one page. And it should only uh, address one topic. Yes. One thing. One thing at a time. Yes. But then they couldn't bury all their perks and all their pork and all their... You know, gratitude for other people like the arts and <laughs> right. But they again, they can't cheat, lie, cheat, and steal if they don't have a kitchen sink bill and bury all the stuff in there. But really, my takeaway message here is: please pay attention to what's going on in your local city councils and county commissions and state legislative bodies because you have to engage in the process. And it's not just animal issues; we're talking about everything. School boards, which you already mentioned, mentioned, and one thing I have to chime in on again, you and I have talked about this before for many years, and that is Obama is still working behind the scenes Absolutely. on all of this stuff. And he and his, his Organizing for Action or, organization, OFA, uh, which is a so-called nonprofit, which advocates for legislation, but is prohibited, uh, basically, they, they basically um, are out there, uh, you know, pushing legislative reform. But they're also, um, they've morphed into a new organization that's merged with the National Democratic Redistricting Committee. So, you know, the fact that this organization that's run by Barack Obama um, is pushing for redistricting, I, you know, People need to really pay attention to what's going on with this because it's a scheme. It's a scam. You talk about rigged, that's what they're going to do. It's exactly what they're doing. And we saw his face earlier this week, but he made the uh, um, speech, you know, with the climate change summit again. Um, you know, bragging about he's rich and it won't, these things won't affect him, big deal, but they're going to affect the poor people, so we need to do something for them, you know, like right. subsidies or something. You know, it's just, it, the arrogance, and talked about that yesterday with Daniel Turner, the arrogance of this man. It mm-hmm. ought to irk every single American. I don't care if you were a Barack Obama fan or not. His arrogance right now, Forever, really, yeah. should be disgusting to you. And uh, the GOP and the RNC, the, I'm sorry, the RNC and the DNC, the GOP, whatever you want to call them, um, 
they're not working for us. Neither one of these parties are working for the people. There may be a few in the party that are working for the people, like Jim Jordan. I believe in Jim Jordan. I could be wrong. But they tried to get him ousted under John Boehner, and it didn't work. This redistricting across this nation is not necessary. Yeah. Agreed. So why are we doing it? Why are we wasting time on that when we have all these other issues that are going on? You know, oil and gas, it's now we're, we, the American people, are at the mercy of a cartel called OPEC. Yep. When just last year, we were dominant. They didn't mean anything to us. And now, we're a hostage to them. Something's wrong, and it's been rigged, as you said. It's been rigged against us. Don't know why on some people's. I know why some people want it, but I don't know why others do. Hear the music. (laughs) It's to destroy our economy. It's to to make it so that conservatives don't have a voice. You know, we've... Middle class, we've got to go. Middle class has got to go, and we're heading out in break. We'll be right back. We have returned to listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You know, uh, Mindy, part of what I was thinking when I wrote that uh, monologue about the inspections and the licenses, how many times have your people mm-hmm. gone, jumped through all the legal hoops and done everything they're supposed to do, and then that one judge, I want to say that was in Colorado, but I'm not sure which state that was in, said, I don't even want to see that. Because they had their inspection papers that they passed inspection. I don't even want to see that. It had nothing to do with what was being they were being accused of, right. which was exactly what they were being accused of. Yeah. And, um, I mean, the opposite. They're, that they're happened approved. to Keith Wilson in Virginia. I mean, okay, it was Virginia. Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah. I mean, he had just had a uh, perfect inspection by USDA six days prior to uh the corrupt um attorney general Mark Herring and Michelle Welch yes both animal rights ideologues endorsed by the Humane Society of the United States and given money and awards and all these perks and who knows what else and they basically ran roughshod treating Keith not only like drug cartel. I mean, they locked him in his office and kept him there all day long, took away his phone, and while they stole his property, all on false pretenses. He has his criminal trial coming up in February. Okay. And with the changing of the guard um, in the administration in the state of Virginia, we are hoping that they take a second look at this situation because there are others who have since uh, then been exonerated through the courts um, and fair judges um, in the state of Virginia and have found been found not guilty. And you know Keith Keith was uh, had a perfect inspection record, and they yet they came in and took all his stuff. And under this plan of civil asset forfeiture, they basically treated him like he was a uh, you know, drug cartel, and it was terrible how they treated him. His civil rights were just trampled on, all for an ideology. These people are ideologues. They believe 
wholeheartedly, uh, almost wor- in a worshipping fashion of the animal rights ideology. And uh, they want no animal use at all. So they've injected themselves into government to control uh, the oversight of these laws and uh, rules that Keith was in compliance with. Modifying the behavior of bureaucrats um, is is what the animal rights and all these other NGOs are doing uh, across the board. You mentioned OSHA with the uh, vaccine mandate earlier. Same deal. You know, they're going to modify the behavior. They own these bureaucrats, these unelected officials, um, through money and power. It's crazy what's what's going on. Well, and the Corps of Engineers on this uh, deal with the Michigan um, pipeline. You know, this it's all getting to be ridiculous, and the American people have got to wake up. I had I have a little, and I want to talk about uh, Cincinnati, the city council, and the ban of horse-drawn carriages that you sent me. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and talk about that, and we'll I'll go the other direction here in a little bit. Sure. Well, um, we I didn't learn about this until last night, and as you know, and your listeners probably know too, the animal rights groups keep, I mean, one of the things that I face all the time in opposing legislation is these animal rights groups are very stealth about introducing these these bans and this legislation to ban uh, legal businesses, and <clears throat> whether it's in the state legislature or city councils or whatever, and they basically introduced this just about a week and a half ago. I didn't learn about it until last night, but uh, they're... It's the same old, same old. They want to ban horse-drawn carriages, banning a legal business just because it doesn't align with their ideology. And this is completely driven by the animal rights organizations, and they're basically pleading, you know, abuse and of the horses and, uh, you know, all these false claims on these businesses that have oversight and regulatory uh, oversight by local and state authorities, and um, you know, my feeling is, look, if there's a carriage company that's not holding up to what it should be, then you know, deal with it accordingly under the laws that are already on the books. But to ban these legal businesses and punish um, an industry is just absurd. But that's not that's what they're all about. They want to just wipe it out. So. The city of, of um, city council in city in Cincinnati at 2 p.m. today, East Coast time, is voting on an ordinance to ban horse-drawn carriages. And so, uh, I urge all your listeners to please reach out to the city council members uh, in Cincinnati and tell them this is absurd. Don't listen to the animal rights groups. They're bending to the will of the this small vocal minority that wants to wipe out any uh, organization or business that utilizes working animals. And this is the whole reason, by the way, that we passed the Working Animal Protection Act so far in the state of Oklahoma and in Arkansas. And we have been attempting to get it done in other states. But this is why. This is the poster child. Because these special interest groups, well-funded special interest groups, insert themselves into these local governments and they convince uh, the city council members or county commissioners with emotionally charged propaganda, it's nothing more than that, to convince them that, 
you know, animals, animals are being abused at the hands of their owners for the sake of uh, a profiting business. Well, these people are making a living giving carriage rides in downtown Cincinnati. And there you have oversight uh, by veterinarians and regulations to follow. So there's already laws on the books to enforce. Let's enforce them. But let's not ban an industry outright because it doesn't align with your your beliefs. And that's what's happening in Cincinnati. So I urge everybody to please, it's an easy Google search. Just Google City Council uh, Cincinnati, and it gives a list of all their emails and phone numbers. And please contact them and say, no, this is absurd. Please don't bend to the will of the animal rights groups. Where were those animal rights groups when it was divulged that uh, Fauci's organization <laughs> went at those puppies? Where were they exactly. then? Where are they now? I mean, that was disgusting what they did yep. to those puppies. Yep. I mean, it was evil for no purpose. No well, purpose. It, it, it just awful things. But here's an interesting. Here's some interesting points of fact about that. Those experiments were not done on U.S. soil. If they had been, it would have been under the purview of the Animal Welfare Act uh, at USDA, which is what all dog breeders have to adhere to. So he did his experiments in Tunisia, I believe, where there was no oversight. So he had, you know, Freeway. willy-nilly do all these horrible things to these poor dogs. And if he had, if he had done those things on U.S. soil, he would be considered a felon and punished accordingly. And that's and what, they're, that's what they're expecting be. of everybody else under the enforced under the Animal Welfare Act. It's absolutely disgusting. I still think he should be because he used U.S. dollars. Now, I'm going to ask my absolutely. listeners, if you have children yeah. in the room, have them leave because we're going to tell you what he did to those puppies, and it's disgusting. So if you have children in there that are very young, Please have them leave the room. So what well, he did to these puppies, I mean, do, you, mm-hmm. do you want to explain it or you want me to try? Because I don't think I can get it quite right. Well, you you can try. To be honest with you, it's so disturbing to me that I didn't even finish reading all reading of it. the things that they did. But they basically uh, had these dogs in a position where they were – they cut their vocal cords so they couldn't cry out in pain. They didn't want to be, you know, bothered by these dogs crying out. And they had um, sand flies. Uh, they were had their hands, their, their heads under a tent uh, sort of situation where they released these sand flies to eat away at their flesh. And there are other things that they were doing to these poor dogs. And there was and, no reason for it. I know. Yep. It's just disgusting. And, and the, which tells you what Fauci is. Fauci is a war criminal. Yep. He does it to puppies, he'll do it to human beings. He's exactly. a war criminal. He doesn't have any, any respect for life whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, I hear the music once again. That's the hour of the day. You're listening so, to so CSC fast. Talk Radio <laughs> with Beth Ann and Mindy. We're going to have to have you on more often once a month. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Have you heard about Vine-to-Bar chocolate? 
It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door. It's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHAN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHAN, or call 818-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. When I think of bringing America home, I think of family sitting around the table. As a young girl, it was my job to set the table. Setting the table meant tablecloth, plates, drinking glasses, and the flatware, which had to be placed correctly on the respective sides of the plates. Regardless of the time of year, sitting down at the table is an American thing to do. It's great family. Liberty Tabletop can help you set your table. They are the only flatware manufacturer in the United States of America. Using high-quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. All that and with competitive prices. When you order, use the promo code BETHANN to receive 10% off of your order. Visit LibertyTabletop.com or give them a call the old-fashioned American way. 844-386-2338. That's 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. Let's set the table and bring America home. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. 
Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com. We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson of the Cavalry Group. We barely said where you were from, thecavalrygroup.com, advocating <laughs> for all those in the livestock industry and um, animal industry. And I appreciate all that you do. Um, you know, Mindy, we have we get together once a month and talk about all that's going on, and one hour is just not enough. But in the last, well, let's say decade that you and I have been doing this, we have, at least I feel this way, and I think you do too, we have just seen this country deteriorate so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought it was bad then. That's why we started what we were doing. That's why yes. I, I, I came in and, and took the gap that was left behind with Derry Brownfield's loss. A lot of people don't realize I... While I'm on, when he was on, and that I, mine is my own business. I had to start fresh. Um, I had some things I could glean from because I had worked for him for over 15 years. But I could have just walked away and got a job where I actually got a paycheck. Haven't had one since. I know you haven't had any. <laughs> and uh, we're not rich people. <laughs> nope. So we are sacrificing to do this. And I'm not saying that to pat either one of us on the back. But the the urgency grows in this nation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like we're losing it. <clears throat> and then we see what happened last Tuesday. And we see a win. Mm-hmm. Especially in this, <clears throat> in the truck driver dirt. <laughs> That spent oh, no I money, just time. Yes. And, of course, they're contesting his his victory. Of they're course. still contesting the New Jersey uh, governorship, I believe. Got to count all the votes. Got to find the ballots. Some of them are sitting out there are still needing to be unloaded off those barges coming in from China. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But, um, Not far, far off, though, to be honest. <laughs> Well, maybe we're glad they're not getting unloaded. But, you know, it's um, it's a mess. But there is one solution, and that is the people. Durr. People like Durr. You know, there's a problem. I'm going to spend $153 on paper and uh, going to put up some signs, and I'm going to go door-to-door. He didn't have a whole lot of help from the GOP. I don't know where the other $5,000 came from that he spent, ended up spending but maybe he had donations to his uh, campaign. But he didn't get millions of dollars from the GOP. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't. I don't support the national committee for the GOP. Uh, any contribution we make goes directly to a candidate. Absolutely. Uh, I don't go through the. Oversight. You know, things are a mess, and it all comes back down to discernment, which you and I have 
both prayed about and uh, talked about on your show for many years, and Americans are hopefully realizing that what we're being told isn't always the truth. And um, the thing that I find appalling is that, you know, the government expects people who raise, breed, and work with animals to abide by the law, or there are consequences. Mm. But it's okay for the government to not abide by the law and just completely disregard the laws to uh, usher in non-citizens into this country or all the other things that they're doing. I mean, if anything, COVID pointed out to us is that, wow, I had no idea that so many pharmaceuticals were made in China. I had no idea that uh, there were there were laws that were being overlooked, you know, in uh, in our health system. Um, I had no idea that, I mean, all these things have come to light. And I guess that's, a, it's definitely always a good thing, but we've had to go through some really rough waters to, to see that come, come to the light. Um, well, and, and the parents with the public school, all of a sudden they see oh that their, kids, their, kid, their kids are being taught filth, yeah. pornography. Sex education starting very young. You know, my mother, I, I think I told you this last time you're on, I thought she was a prude because she didn't think they should be teaching sex education in school. And now I agree with her. They should have never yeah. been teaching it. It's I mean, they could teach job. you something in biology, but they didn't need to be teaching, and they sure don't need to be teaching this. And then critical race theory. It's a theory because it's not real. And people need to understand that. So the parents woke up. They said, oh, my gosh. Mindy, when did the public school system become the parents? When yeah. did that happen? And who allowed it to happen? I guess we did. We allowed it. We did. When Dana was young, our daughter was young, my gosh, I witnessed so many parents that, you know, complained when school was out because they couldn't wait to have their kids back in school. <laughs> and I thought, that is bizarre to me. I, I used to get really sad when school would come back into session. Well, we later homeschooled our daughter because... Mm. Good you know, um, we she was only in school first kindergarten through fourth grade, but we were tired of the indoctrination. It was so it, everybody loves to complain about it, but never does anything. Mm. We were the only parents that you know decided to make a change, and it was a huge relief, by the way. But I, you know, too many people have allowed schools to raise their kids, and they think it's a okay. Why have kids if you're going to, you know, source it out? Raising your ch- children, it's really terrible. Well, you know, and this and this doctor, uh, Rich, R-I-S-C-H, that he's on Laura Ingram some, and he was on L- Mark Levin a few weeks ago, and uh, he was saying, you know, they, they just flat out asked him, what would you do about your kids? If you had kids right now in school and they were forcing them to be mandated, he said, I'd take them out and homeschool them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's not anti-vaccine. He's just anti mandate and the children do not need it so i think we have to stop and ask the question why are they pushing it so hard well exactly and it's it's not about the vaccine itself or even covid it's about money control yeah money and money 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 pharmaceutical business is is raging i mean they're just they're they're getting wealthy yeah and people say well i'm not paying for it yeah you are 
<laughs> You're paying for it. Well, a lot of this reminds me of the book called Nudge, written by Cass Sunstein, who was Obama's regulatory czar. And uh, Cass Sunstein is a very scary individual because he's not only a law professor at Harvard, but he is a radical, um, well, he's a he's um, anti-Second Amendment. He's mm-hmm. anti-animal use of any kind. He is against hunting. Um, I could go on and on and on, but he was Obama's regulatory czar, and he wrote this book called Nudge, which I have read because I think it's always important to know what your enemies are up to, but it's all about incrementalism. They don't just drop in all these. They've gotten really bold in recent years, but all of this, we've been all nudged. They've been working on us a long time. They have 50 years. They've just been moving incrementally, and that's what they've been doing with the animal rights legislation as well. And, you know, they start off small and just incrementally increase the regulation. They've been, they've so been very patient. Of business. They've been very patient. If they have taken official career, uh, not careers, but official places in each one of our small communities. They, in all of it, and we're out of time. Don't done it. <laughs> Thank you, Mindy. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you so much. We've got to work to bring America home. God bless you. Thank you so much. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be a good example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ. Of Latter-day Saints. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. 